Hey guys, I'm being sponsored by Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Guys, I use it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright guys, we're back at it again. Attack the Attack 360 Podcast. Alright, so I want to give a uh, shout out again to my cousin Renee Quiroz, uh, also known as DJ Technique, uh, with uh, supplying me with this background beat. And I think this this beat's going to be uh, suited for this uh, episode of the podcast. I also want to give a shout out to my, uh, my old uh, high school buddy of mine, Mr. John Martinez. And his wife, uh, Tina, I mean, they opened up a Filipino food truck right off of uh, 181, a little bit past 1604. If you're familiar with San Antonio area and you know where Floresville is, you would be taking 181 going towards Floresville. And as soon as you pass 1604, getting into Wilson County, you're about three miles. They're they're about three miles on your right-hand side, and they got... I swear, the best Filipino cuisine, and my gosh, man, it is really, really good. So I want to give them a shout out and hopefully some support. Um, you guys go out there and visit, you know, try some of the food. It's really good, uh, good portions for the good price, all right? Uh, and they're also known as uh, Lumpia's Wheels uh, out there going towards Floresville. All right, give it a shot, all right, guys? Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to all the listeners and followers. Thank you. And um, if you feel like someone could benefit from this podcast, please share. Uh, if you can, you know, follow, <clears throat> give uh, the ratings. Uh, the more followers, the better. Also, I'm going to go ahead and do a video sometime this week or next week. I'm going to start advertising or, uh, yeah, advertising some T-shirts that I have that have that say attack the attack 360 podcast and i got some decals as well um if you're interested i will post it on instagram and you can also find the website at attack the attack 360.com attack the attack 360.net attack the attack 360 podcast.com many ways to look me up many ways to reach out to me and uh, let's go ahead and get started. So, this episode, 
we're gonna go with the real situations part two okay now before i get started with this podcast i'm also going to read a little disclaimer all right so warning guys adult subject matter uh details of violence some sexual assault uh so please take care while listening okay uh so i'm just letting you guys know right giving you guys a a heads up all right so situation uh this was this is the first one i'm gonna give you guys all right so there's this woman she was riding her bike on uh on some trails okay this actually happened here in san antonio so we got this this long bike trail running hiking biking trails okay and uh so this woman was riding her bike and she got in a good distance well her chain popped off right so she had to like slow down and then when she slowed down to a stop she she was uh she picked up her back tire and she was trying to place her chain back on the spot on the uh gear so and then trying to to get her chain back on well while she was doing that she wasn't paying attention so there was actually a guy hiding behind some trees there was actually a couple of guys hiding behind some trees right so they started walking towards her and when she noticed by that time she was all like looking up and they're saying hey you know uh why don't you look over the bike and you know we'll help you out and they were trying to get in there a little closer to her and she was like no thank you i got it please keep your distance and they weren't having it they kept getting closer well you know what why don't you go and put the bike down and she was still worse you know she was almost close to getting that chain back on 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 the gear shift right and so when she was doing that she was telling him no no she finally got it on right she got the chain on the on the the spokes and they were getting a little closer so she it was a more of a street bike it wasn't like a mountain bike so street bikes are pretty light right they're light in weight uh mountain bikes are a little bit heavier okay so she was able to pick up her bike and she used it as a barrier so one of the ways of or one of the three methods of self-defense right and i've talked about this is number one move out of a line of attack or put something between you and the attacker well that's what she did she used her bike to make space and and you know create a barrier between her and her attackers now she still had they still had distance and when she picked up her bike she was still able to back off and and take a couple of steps and you know she had to she would run if she threw the bike at them because it was light enough like i said it was a street bike um and then she uh you know when she created some distance and some people uh that were coming along the trail you know the guys looked up and she uh, she was able to look and then she, she right away put her her bike down got on like started running and then got on the bike and took off right so she was able to get away and that was that was good that was a good you know description of her putting distance between her and her attackers and also putting something between her and her attackers okay so keep this in mind when you guys are out there running on the on you know on those trails those long trails go with a partner if you're going to ride the bikes go with a partner if you're going to go for a walk 
go with a partner. Do not go in those wooded areas, hiking trails or bike trails or whatever alone. Now, I am going to say if you are alone and you're not with somebody, hopefully you have a dog, right? Remember, I talked about one of the best ways to protect yourself is to have a good canine with you. And hopefully, you know, you know, you have it trained enough to where, hey, they're going to protect you. Okay. Um, now in Texas, firearms, you're allowed to carry, which in a way is good and bad because, you know, you got someone with the right sound of mind that can decipher when to pull the trigger and when not to pull the trigger. And then you got the idiots that don't understand. They just, any idiot could pull the trigger and just start shit, you know. So if you do go hiking or walking or running by yourselves, they do carry be- uh, belts uh, that you can actually have your firearm with you or a stun gun or a taser or even a pocket knife if you feel comfortable with that. But again, all that takes training. It takes training to maneuver a weapon. Okay. Again, with a canine, they sense it. They'll attack. They'll protect you. Most, you know, I'm going to say about pretty much all attackers if they see someone with a dog they're not going to mess with that person if they do then that means they have an idea in mind okay um (coughs) excuse me so her creating that distance with her bike and then able to, to to take off and ride off that was good okay so that's one story now or not story but one situation now this next one when i was talking about you know how guns are legal guns are legal here in texas now and you don't need to have a concealed handgun or you know to have that that firearm a situation happened today okay or some this week actually and there was a 71 year old man driving uh out of a out of a parking lot out of the store parking lot and when he was getting ready to, to pull out to the street another car cut him off and in that car there was a 34 year old man um so i don't know if he did it intentionally i don't know if it was just you know he didn't see the older guy i don't know what happened there right um but all i know that all they said was that man had cut off the older man and when doing that the older man actually followed and waved a gun towards that younger guy well when he did that the younger guy also had a firearm so he ended up firing and shooting the older gentleman now they ended up going across the street to a parking lot or to a gas station and when cops arrived they took the the older gentleman over to the hospital well he ended up dying and so what they're doing is that they're looking they're going to try and get footage uh, with the cameras that, you know, from the stores or from the, you know, the, the roads, from the lights, the traffic lights. Um, so they're going to try and look at the, and at the cameras and see if this shooting was in self-defense or, you know, was it intentional? But, you know, like if you think about it, all right, so you have a firearm. If someone cuts you off, just wave it off. Okay. Forget it. Just let it go right although you got those older gener you got the older generation I'm, i mean i'm up there too but you know you got the guys that you know no son of a bitch is gonna tell me what to do or how to act and i'm gonna 
you know, I'm going to do what I want. Well, you have to think about it, okay? And if, if you think about it, if you're actually carrying a firearm, most likely someone else is carrying a firearm too. And it boils down to who's the best shot and who is in the right, okay? To avoid that confrontation, don't even bother pulling out your damn gun, okay? I mean, yes, going on long trips and, and you're staying within the state and you're going from city to city and you're going to carry your firearm with you in your car, fine. But, you know, there's rules, you know? And if you're not going to follow the rules of the, of the on carrying your firearm, and especially waving it, I wouldn't wave it. That's just foolish. You know, if someone cuts you off, let it go. There was a, it was on the news too, uh, uh, last couple of weeks in California where it was road rage and, you know, the woman didn't know she, you know, cut someone off or, or whatever. And that, that guy ended up shooting towards the car and she ended up, he ended up killing her child, you know, and the cops fi- found him and they arrested him. But I mean, like, come on, like, really? Just let it go. If they cut you off, they cut you off. You know what? Whatever happens, just think about it. It's going to come back to them. You don't need to put your life in danger to, to, you know, just because, you know, they cut you off or they flicked you off or whatever. All right. So be safe out there. Don't watch out. Just because you have a firearm and you think you know how to use it doesn't mean that there's other people out there that don't. Okay. All right. The next situation. This one is um, this one's it, this one is mine. Okay, this happened to me um, years ago when I was living in the medical center at, at an apartment, and at the time I was doing you know I was training. I was training hard and going almost every day. Um, well, I was going every day. Oh, well, it was one night to where I was like, okay. Uh, it was, I think it was a Thursday night and I was, I was beat, man. I was just so tired from work, from training. I got home around, I want to say eight thirty nine o'clock. And I was just, I just showered and I went to bed. Okay. Well, I ended up waking up around close to midnight or a little after midnight. And there was someone trying to get into my apartment, uh, and through the front door. And I kept hearing the, this rattling on the door. And I was like, what the hell? So I get up. And I start walking over to the, the front door, to that door, the living room door. Um, and I looked through the peephole. And there was a guy <laughs> trying to get into my apartment. And there he had a, a, a lady with him. And, um, you know, he kept saying, oh, I don't know what the hell's wrong with this lock and this sense. So when I heard the way he was talking, I already knew he was drunk. Okay. And at the same time, he was at the wrong apartment. <laughs> okay. Which was not good for him. And, and especially when he woke me up and I was extremely tired. So I went ahead and opened the door. And he goes, hey, what are you doing in my apartment? And I said, look, sir, you're, you're at the wrong apartment. This is my apartment. You need to leave. Okay. And he goes, no, this is my apartment. You're, you're in my place. And he tried pushing his way in. So when he put his hands on me, like he was going to 
like he already pushed me once and I was like okay don't do that again when he did it again and again I evaluated the situation because I already knew he was drunk so I wasn't just going to beat the living tar out of him so when he was getting ready to push again I pushed his arms aside I reached up got him into a rear naked choke made him go to sleep <laughs> and once he passed out I took him I put him on I carried him onto my shoulders like a fireman carry and I walked him downstairs and the girl followed and I laid him down on the ground and then I told her I said when I get up to the up into the uh, apartment what I want you to do is grab his legs lift him up and shake him and he'll come too but you need to tell him that he's at the wrong apartment you need to tell him he needs to go somewhere else now apparently the girl didn't know him it was just one of those i guess he picked her up at a bar or whatever right and so she was like i'm sorry i said i don't care just get him situated and so that's what happened i ended up walking back upstairs closed my door locked it and i looked out the window and she, sure enough that's what she did she raised his legs and she shook him a little bit and then he he was waking up and he was like what happened and he, she goes you're at the wrong apartment we need to go and so they stumbled somewhere else so that was my situation now did i handle it right i don't know i mean yes i did to me i felt like i did because you know i didn't hurt him he just passed out he woke up and he stumbled somewhere else um, I even carried him downstairs instead of just throwing him downstairs. Um, you know, could I have called the cops and make a big ordeal out of it? I probably could have, but I mean, there was no need for that. Uh, like I said, I evaluated the situation when I uh, looked through the peephole and I could have been that guy that, you know, would have just beat the crap out of him and it made things worse. But I think I handled it the right way because he did. He ended up stumbling somewhere else and maybe he found his apartment. I don't know. All I know is I went back to bed. <laughs> okay. Now, this next one. I am going to say this. Um, this next situation is a little dark. Okay. Now, I heard it on another podcast because I myself besides doing podcasts, I listen to other podcasts and I listen to uh, murder stories. I listen to um, uh, philosophy. Uh, you know, just I, I randomly listen to a lot of things, comedy um, and then uh, mysteries. OK, so when I was listening to one of the podcasts, they mentioned this this one story uh of a this woman actually survived and it was really it was really dark okay so though i'm going to tell you the way that i heard it and what i felt was what she did was uh very brave and and i commend her for doing what she did now if she learned it through they didn't really go into her background, like if she was, like if she did self-defense training, or if she did uh, mixed martial arts, or if she did jujitsu. They didn't mention that, but the way she did things, 
actually makes me think that she did. You know, she did had some training in in martial arts or jujitsu. Okay, so this is what happened. She was at a a bar and grill restaurant. Now, apparently, she was out with some friends. Uh, you know, having some food, having some drink. Um, there was a guy that was watching her. You know, and she noticed it, and you know, I guess they tried smiling back and forth. But you know, when you know, I guess he tried to approach, and he was just rude about it, and she wasn't having it, so she kind of dissed him. And uh, so then, you know, time went on, and you know, of course, he stayed at the bar or whatever. He left her alone the rest of the night. So then she went up. Uh, her and her girlfriends were done, and so she was walking to her car. She was leaving. She was walking to her car. Now, according to the podcast, she was wearing a summer dress. Okay, this guy, I guess he followed her out, and while she was walking to her vehicle, to her car. She was by herself. So he waited. He kept, you know, he watched her. He was following her from a distance. She wasn't paying attention to her surroundings. So she didn't know that anyone was behind her, in front of her, whatever, right? So while she was walking and she was getting closer to her car, she got hit from behind. Now, I guess he was trying to hit her from, you know, on the back of the head and he missed, ended up hitting her shoulder. And she fell forward. While while she fell forward, he jumped on top of her while she was laying face down. And then he grabbed her her hair and the other hand around her mouth. And he told her, he said, look, if you make any noise, I will kill you. So he moved her. He picked her, you know, he picked her back up, took her to a different area, some more secluded area, laid her back down, face down. Again, she was wearing a summer dress, so he, in his mind, was thinking it was going to be easier in that position to sexually harass her. Um, In her mind, she was thinking, okay, if I scream, he said he would kill me. So what do I have to lose? Do I want to be sexually assaulted or do I want to, you know, die fighting? And so what she ended up doing while he was fumbling down, you know, trying to to uh, assault her from, you know, from behind, she put her hands. Now, this is the way I can see it in my head. Right. The way they said it was she mustered up the strength to push herself up and fall backwards. Okay, while falling backwards on top of him. She headbutted him, you know, giving, throwing her head back, and she popped him in the nose, breaking his nose, turning her her body. Now, of course, he pulled the hair, but you know what? It, it he didn't. He lost his grip once he once she hit, you know, broke his nose. So, <coughs> excuse me. So then, while doing that, she turned and she made a fist, and she did like a hammer fist right so she swung and she was going for the face but she missed and she hit him in the throat which was or in the neck area now that's still good okay and when she did that she popped him in the in the groin she did a a fist towards the groin she hammer fist towards the groin 
And of course, when he let go of the hair, once she, once, you know, the note, once she did the headbutt, then she did the, the hammer fist to the neck, and then she did a, a hammer fist towards the groin area, and then she got up and took off running back into the restaurant or to the bar grill. And, uh, you know, she told, you know, the people that were in there, so a couple of guys ran out there to go get him. They were able to hold him and detain him until the cops showed up. Okay. Now, to analyze this story or this situation, the way I would describe it and the way I was seeing it in my head, the way she was trying to escape from that position, this is what I saw in my mind. Okay. Now, in self-defense training and jujitsu and and all that, right? If you're laying face down, you want to you want to bring your hands up to protect the sides of your face. If her legs were spread out and he's in between the legs, that means if she was to push herself up, she would have to push her hands down in front of her. Okay, elbows and hands down, and she would have to slide or toss her her hips forward to land sitting on her knees and while doing that pushing herself you know up in an upright position and then tossing herself backwards to land to make him fall back now given the the fact that his he's on his knees he has no choice but to fall backwards and his legs are going to get tangled up, right? They're going to be in an awkward position, so he would have to try and straighten them out. And doing that, she was in between his legs, but her her head, her body was still on top of his body, and then she threw her head back, right? So obviously when he fell back, he probably did let go of her hair and, and try to catch himself from falling backwards, but not good enough. And when she tossed her head back, you know, I, I, when I'm, when I'm teaching and other instructors, when they, when they teach, you don't want to throw your head back because if you do, you might have a chance of catching a, a tooth in the back of your skull. And that's not good because it could get, you know, the bacteria and everything in the mouth, you know, it can, you know, that cut could get infected and it can get really bad. So, you know, while teaching, we don't say, we don't say, hey, throw your head back because you can catch that tooth. But in this situation, she threw her head back and she caught his nose. Okay. And that broke his nose. Her turning around was also good. Now, if she did a throat punch or even if she made that fist and she came down and striking with the, the bottom of her fist, like the palm, right? Uh, what they call a hammer fist. Um, so if you hold, like if you pretend you're like you're holding a hammer and the bottom of your fist, that's that's called a hammer fist when you're striking and hitting with the meat of your, uh, the bottom of, or on the side of your palm, okay? And so if she did that, she positioned herself to where she, when she came down, instead of hitting his nose, she popped him in the neck or in the throat area now if you're coming straight down probably not you're not going to hit right into the throat you would probably hit the chin so me thinking seeing it she came up from the side 
and she's swinging downwards in an angle, probably catching him right in the neck underneath the jaw. You can still choke from that, right? Um, hitting right there in that area. And then her sliding back, and then, of course, you know, if the dude was fumbling around trying to get it, you know, his dingus, she probably smashed his dingus. You know what I mean? Hitting him in the groin. Um, doing that hammer fist, which is still good because it hurts, right? Um, and then jumping up and then screaming and running towards the bar and grill. So I give her much, much respect. Good kudos to get herself out of that situation. It was a fight or flight moment, okay? And to me, she probably had some training, okay? Especially if she was, if she did that, okay? And that's the way I saw it. That's the way I saw her escape or get out of that situation that she was attacked in. Um, so I give her nothing but credit, kudos to that, okay? And that was, you know, that was one of the stories I heard on a podcast. There's other stories that I listened to and um, there's a lot of sex trafficking, uh, especially up north and south. Uh, you wouldn't think up north, right? But there is, you know, there's a lot of tribes, Native American tribes in Montana and Wyoming and all in that area. And Native American women are number one in domestic violence, uh, sexual assault, skin, uh, what do you call it, sex trafficking. Um, it's, it's, it's out there, people. It's out there. And you have to pay attention and watch your 360 and take care of yourself. Always take care of yourself. Okay, especially when you're by yourself. Look around. Pay attention to your surroundings. Okay? If you go on a, on a trail, on a bike trail or a hiking trail or a running trail, don't go by yourself. Go with other people. Go with friends. Right? Go in a group. If you are going to go by yourself, then carry something with you. Or have a dog with you. Okay? If... Um, you know, if, if you feel like you have the right to carry your firearm and you want to be that person that has their, their firearm in the car or, or in their purse or on their belt, then okay. But, you know, keep in mind, you're not the only one that has a firearm. Other people have firearms too. And not all of them will have the, the right mindset to, you know, to have control, you know. If they just automatically wave it or pull a trigger, they can that they can intimidate you. You know what? You know you have to be very very careful. Okay. Uh, just be careful how how to react. Be careful what you do. And if you're driving, don't cut someone off. And if someone cuts you off, try to you know try to remain calm. It's hard, but you know you have to. You know you don't want to get caught up in a situation. You know, it, like in my situation, the guy was drunk, so I evaluated as best as I could at that moment. And, you know, it, if it was putting him to sleep and getting control of that situation, that's what I did. And in this situation, it was a, a fight or flight moment. And that's what she did. She fought. 
you know if you know if if he was going to kill me because I'm screaming, well then, you know what? I'm going to fight for my life. And that's the mindset. Now, I am going to tell you this. In each, in almost every situation, even as little as, you know, how can I say this? Even with that woman that defended herself with the bike, okay, and got hurt, she shook up. I'm sure it's not an extreme type of, distraught but it's enough to where she's like okay i gotta really think about what i need what i'm gonna do okay the guy who shot the older older man you know and thinking that it was in self-defense he's gonna be distraught he'll have some type of ptsd unless he's cold-hearted you know Uh, he'll have some type of of uh mental illness there he'll be like well shit you know he's gonna really think about it. it's gonna affect him Okay, the woman who escaped that that uh, sexual assault situation, she's gonna have traumatic distress. Okay, and you have to think about this. You have to know this that in any situation that comes about, even if you're in the right, there's gonna be some type of PTSD there. There, okay, you have to to really be on your toes you really have to have the right mindset you got to train your mind to deal with your situation and to handle that situation and even the aftermath of that situation all right so uh so this is uh part two of the real situations all right guys i hope that it was helpful i did describe a little bit in between uh, each one or after each one on the scenarios on what to do and and, and how to be careful um, and how to, you know, defend yourself. Um, if there's any questions, you can hit me up on uh, attacktheattack360.com. Uh, just subscribe and you can send me uh, an email there or you can email me at attack the attack uh, 360.gmail.com you can look me up on instagram uh, attack the attack dot 360 on instagram um you know what i'm gonna try sometime this weekend to get with my my private lesson and then uh make some videos on what to do or, or how to handle in some situations maybe I'll, um, I'll I'll probably pick two out of the real life situations and, and do videos on, on that one and put them on Instagram um, alright guys uh, if you're also interested in some t-shirts and decals you can also still hit me up on an email and you know you can purchase them uh, $20 for the shirt $350 for a decal um, all, all the cash goes back directly into the podcast. It's, it's not for profit. It's to get better mics, get traveling mics. Um, so when I go back out there and, and do some interviews with some other martial arts instructors, um, boxing stru- instructors, maybe some fighters. Um, actually, this weekend or bef- before the weekend, I'm a, I have an appointment with a psychiatrist to talk about PTSD. And that's going to be for next week, uh, next week's episode. So, uh, 
hit me up let me know uh see what you guys have to say if there's if you guys want to share a story and share it with me um please by all means let me know and and i'll i'll put it on the podcast on the next real life situations and if you want to talk to me about handling certain situations i can do my best to uh guide you and on protecting yourself and defending yourself all right guys have a good one be safe god bless watch your 360 i am out